You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 9 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. I'm Stephen Cook, and I'm a happy guy! Ding dong, the witch is dead. The witch is dead? Oh my god. Motherfuck Donald Trump, man. The sky is bluer today. Blue tastes better. Oh my (laughs) god. Na 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Oh my God! Amazing. We have been waiting for this day for a long, long time. From darkness there is light. Oh my God! So good. Feels so good. You know, this was a this was a very stressful week. Oh my! I consumed so much ice cream this week. You have no fucking idea. No fucking idea. But I did not get one good night's sleep. Went oh, I haven't. Have you had a good night's sleep in four years? No, no, no. Not without week, help from like melatonin or Ambien. No way, man. The last week in particular, I've been waking up every, I don't know, every hour, every ninety minutes, and checking to see if things had changed. And it's been. Really I actually know stressful. when my last good night's sleep was, and it, yeah. and I was I was in a rock. It's only because I'm so damn tired. That was the last time I got like a decent night's sleep. What year was that? It was December 2019. <laughs> I had been up like for like I don't know how long, and I just fell into bed in a rock, and I was like, "Ugh." You know, I, it was great. I, I have a confession to make. The yeah. confession is that not not that I voted for Trump because that's not a <laughs> confession. It's not that. It's not that big of a confession. Not that bad, right? Right. <laughs> it's a minor confession. So Tuesday night. All right, go. Yeah. So so let me backtrack. Tuesday morning, you know, yeah. I, I I drove Jordan and one yep. of his and one of his uh, classmates to Pennsylvania so they could vote in person. Right. But I woke. I was again. I was so tense, or right. You know, I couldn't sleep. I woke up on Tuesday morning at like four thirty, right? Four thirty yeah. in the morning. We ended up leaving at about six. 15 maybe because uh-huh, uh-huh. we wanted to just right i wanted get to in, get, get out. in get out we right. didn't know what was going to happen in pennsylvania right. how weird things were going to get because of the marauding right. trumpers so whatever <laughs> so so we went we voted the interestingly enough jordan voted in one location and because his friend was in a different dorm his oh really different, different polling so, location so it was a different school oh my god um, where his friend basically went in and came out within five minutes. Jordan had a longer wait because right. there were more people and yeah, obviously yeah. because of COVID protocols and whatever. Right. But we were home before noon, Yep. right? So here's my... And, you know, obviously everybody was very tense and nervous all day. Yeah. And then the results started coming in. And, yeah. of course, you know, the results were not great in the beginning no. and were quite frankly a little scary once you started to see what was going on in Florida. Right. Oh, yep. Absolutely. So here's my confession. Yeah. I went to bed at like 9.30. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I, the, the TV, that's not bad. I mean, there's. I think there's. I think there was a number of people who I heard from who went to bed at like nine nine thirty yeah. because they couldn't take the stress. Exactly. I was tired and I was stressed. Right. And and Michelle was in the bedroom. Lights were on. The TV was on. Right. And I'm like, I'm going to bed. And she's like, Do you want me to turn everything off? I'm like, No. Like, I'm just going to pass out here, and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I right. was quite, I was a little despondent when I went to bed. Right. Um, and then I woke up again in the middle of the night, and I looked, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This doesn't seem as bad right. as I thought it right. was when I went to bed. And when you I know, woke up on Wednesday I, we, morning, when I woke right. up on Wednesday morning, I'm like, oh, this actually seems like it's going to be okay. It's going to be, right. Yeah. Right. Anyway, right. go on. What were you saying? We we went to bed. We we went upstairs at like <laughs> eleven. Uh huh. And the TV was on. I think I don't remember turning it off. I think Lauren turned <laughs> it off, and she said she turned it off. It was like way late. Um, like you know, after one in the morning. Yeah. And then I got up. I you know we do not our, our phones when we redid the kitchen. We built a cabinet, and that's where people put their phones. When they go to bed oh, and stuff smart. like that, so we leave our phones. I brought my phone upstairs with me, yeah. And I got up a few times in the middle of the night and checked my phone. Well, that's and right. Then every night, yeah. I got up on Wednesday mor- Wednesday morning, and I saw what happened in the Senate, yeah. and I was pretty yeah, upset depressed, about that. Right. Really upset about that. Um, and so that put a damper on it. But then things started looking better, much better for for now President-elect Biden on Wednesday throughout the day. But still, the Senate was a real bummer. Yeah. A real bummer. It continues to be a real bummer. I mean, well, we do, you know, Georgia... It's not hopeless ...is, is going to be intense. It's not yeah. hopeless, but Georgia's going to be super intense. You know how and, much money is going to pour into that state now? Oh, dude. It's people, amazing. I mean, it, people are talking about $200 million going into Georgia in the next two and a half months. Just to flip the Senate. I, and like I said, I'm, I'm of two minds in this. One is yeah. the Dems have a shot at actually both seats because Trump is a turnout machine yeah. for... As it turns you know, out. He's a turnout machine for like MAGA people in rural areas and small towns and whatever. And he's not going to be on the ticket. So they're going to be like, fuck it. We're not going. But... My other mind, and so that that bodes well for uh, the two seats in Georgia. My other mind tells me, no way, Trump or yeah. no Trump, Fox, OAN, Mitch McConnell, every Republican under the sun is going to say, Georgians, this is the last stand. They have the House, they have the Demo- they have the they have the White House. This is your last stand. You can you can. The American way, or it's socialism, Sharia, and yeah. lizard people, and that is going to be like it is going to be crazy. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be crazy, but I'm just nervous about the whole thing already. Already, I'm stressed again. I'm stressed again. Yeah, but you know, we need to obviously. This is not the end of the fight because we now see how fragile everything really is. Right. Um, but That's we should at least be happy today. We were down. At Black Lives Matter Plaza, yeah. celebrating earlier today, yeah. and yeah. we 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 actually met up with the friends who we texted and said, "Oh, we'll meet you there." And we were saying that I was talking to my buddy Ron, and we're like, "Now we need to fight every single day." 
Like That's right. everybody who's been mobilized over this four years has to continue to do it because our institutions are fragile. That there's 70 million people who voted for Donald Trump. That That's, there's QAnon. That yeah. there's MAGA. That Trumpism lives. It, it, that you know. Not only is there QAnon, but there are now QAnon believers in the in the Congress. It, it, right in the Congress. So yeah. every single day, it's exhausting. But that we have to that, be vigilant. But that's because how, it is but, you fragile. Know, I'm so scared so that people fragile. are going to be like, ah, Trump is out, yeah. but you know things will be normal. No, the, they a, won't be. Because, the look, only there, thing. Go ahead. There are, there are no victory laps anymore. You can't right. take a victory right. lap because we see the, and we haven't even seen the full extent of the damage yet. We, right. it's going right. to come out slowly. Right. We don't know. I don't think we know a tenth of how bad things uh, are. Right. Absolutely. And, and it's going to come out, and people are going to are going to sort of shake their heads and say, like, "How did this happen?" Right. And you well, know, it happened because we let it happen. We let it happen, and the enablers. Yeah. The enablers, and none of those people should ever be left off the hook. No. All the people who said, "Oh, I didn't see the tweet. I didn't hear the tweet. I don't have a comment about that." Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm. I feel discomfort You're from talking this. About every Republican in the Senate. Every basically. Republican in the Senate. All of these people, but there's some more than others. But obviously, every single one of them. Uh, Unfortunately, Mitch McConnell won re-election and quite handily. It I don't. Seems. I didn't. I. I never thought she had a shot. No, and that's why I, I didn't. Never thought I didn't shot. get involved in that. That dude has that place wired. And all. Yeah, he does. He will have the. He will be a senator from Kentucky for as long as he wants to be, or as long as he's alive. Probably. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. For as long as he wants to be. Well, I mean, can't he just get the COVID at this point? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually careful. He hadn't oh, been to the right. White House since that's early right. August. He refused to go to the White House because he knows that it's a freaking cesspool of COVID dude. and crime and criminality. Dude. Dude, yeah. oh my God, think about this. Yeah. We, we are going to be dealing with this pandemic for quite some time. That's true. But just imagine, just imagine that the person who's going to be running the COVID task force out of the White House is going to be someone who... Believes in science? Believes in science. <laughs> Who actually yeah, the, is going to have a plan to combat this? But you know, and that, and that the, the, the the head of the CDC, the head of the Department of Health and Human Services, the head of the FDA are going to be quality people who are right. going to be empowered to do their jobs. Right. Who are, it just and, that and committed, makes a huge difference. And committed to the well-being of the agencies that they're running, and not to the destruction of said agencies. It, 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 on behalf of the dear leader. Yeah. I mean, it's totally fucking insane. I it cannot wait for that guy, Scott Atlas, to go pack. Oh, I mean, man. there's people like that. He should be shunned. He should, it, like, welcomed nowhere. No place. No how. Yeah. It's just beyond yeah, me. But, but you know what? We were down there. Uh, yeah. Let me back up. On Thursday, I went downtown late in the afternoon to have coffee with a guy who's at the World Bank. Um, he used to be at UNHCR. I was actually in Iraq with him. He's, a, he's, a, he's actually a listener. And uh -huh. we had coffee. And, you know, we talked politics. We talked a little international politics. We caught up. The kind of thing that in my job just, like, enhances every, getting other people's perspective on a variety of things and so on and so forth. And he, we were walking to our respective cars. And he's like, dude, this was great. I, I hadn't seen you in so long. I was like, yeah, it was great. Like, those are kind of routine things that... 
you, like I said, kind of enhance just the things that people hear and talk about. And and I've actually really missed that. It's not just the social aspect of it. I mean, Trevor's a great guy, but it's also just kind of like the situational awareness and so on and so forth. And now, okay, fast forward to today, we're down at Black Lives Matter. People are going crazy, yeah. so on and so forth. And I was like, I said to Lauren and the girls on the car on the way back, I was like, I kind of feel like something I haven't felt since March. Like, there, it's going to be a long time, but we are going to get back to the office. We are going to be able yeah. to do things like this again. You know, I feel like... A, like I, I, I posted on Facebook earlier from darkness there's light that really there is there is some light um, yeah there's light there's light but there are also too many million people in this country who still don't want to put a mask on and who still don't believe no, this I, is I get real it. and we I can't get it. just like that doesn't but I'll away. take yeah, no, Joe I Biden agree. I agree obviously right? I agree but I'm just saying right. those people are not going to change right no. they're going to get worse right um Unless there's some responsible leadership that says, "All right. right, enough's enough." Like we have, the playtime is over. Right. We were. Yeah. We were, I was talking about this with another. I did a Zoom lunch with uh, another friend a yesterday. Zoom lunch. Sounds, Zoom lunch. Right. Like wonderful. how lame is that? Right. Yeah. He always has better lunches than me. Like I, I, I. We've done it a bunch. Um, he's a single dad. It's kind of rough. So you know, we get together over lunch, and he, he like has this really nice lunch. And I, I I heat up two slices of pizza. Anyway, um, this isn't this isn't Adam, is it? No, 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 no. And um, I uh, I I just you know we were talking about like, are there any Republican governors out there that are reachable on this? Like whatever her name is from South Carolina, South Dakota, forget it. it's done. Oh, yeah. She's whatever happens, whatever happens. Oh. But like you get the sense from the North Dakota guy that like he does kind of want to do the right thing. But he's just hammered because he's a Republican governor in the Trump era. Um, yeah. Are there any of them that, you know, Joe Biden being Joe Biden, he said one of the first things he's going to do is bring all these governors together and talk it out and figure well, what out about, what they can do. Are any your, of them reachable? And, what about your governor? Well, Larry Hogan, he's always been one who's who's been uh, more responsible than the others. But, like, Maryland hasn't been a problem state. Yeah. yeah you know? Sure. So, I, yes, but at least for this moment, like, you don't have crazy people. You know, you had Mark Short, the vice president's chief of staff. Now, the vice president is the head of the coronavirus task force. This yeah. guy, his whole thing was turning this not into shifting it from a public health emergency to a political issue that they could use to their advantage. You're not going to have that. Yeah. Well, Kamala Harris's chief of staff is not going to be that kind of insidious, terrible person. I'm well, sorry. I mean, but here's the difference. So, you yeah. know, when they say like, oh, there's no difference between the parties, it's so blatantly false. Bullshit. Right. right exactly. It's such nonsense because you have one party that just doesn't believe in government. They don't see a role for government in people's lives. Right. And, you yeah. know, you can, you can quibble around the edges of, is there too much government involvement? You know, should the government be involved in this? But the fact that you don't believe that government should exist, 
I mean, you can't have you can't discuss anything with people for, like that. For, There's no room to compromise. Right. With people for all like these that. years, they were they were pledging their allegiance to the guy who wanted to drown the government in the bathtub. Exactly, and they tried it. And look where we are. Look where we fucking look where, are. It's a disaster. You're talking about a Zoom lunch because you can't actually have a face to face with anybody anymore. <laughs> you can't talk to somebody we, without wearing a freaking mask. We had we have this, lost we, so much. We I had this so coffee much. on Thursday afternoon. He sat there's a there's a plaza not that far from where we grabbed coffee, and they have these like concrete benches. He sat on one, and we're like screaming at each other. We have lost so much. Right, right. This is not. We don't live in a normal society. Mia anymore. went to a zoo mitzvah this morning. Yeah, so did Michelle. We went to it with Lauren. Lauren we 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 zoomed into. Her close friend from from college's kids zoom mitzvah last weekend. We had another zoom mitzvah the week yeah. before. This is nuts. Yeah, this so, is like I said, at the very at the very least, right? There's a light at the end of the tunnel the, now. And there are people. There are going to be good quality people who lead yeah. these agencies. Capable people. Capable to actually people, who right. want to do the jobs that they're that they're supposed to do. Who believe right. in. The institutions right. of our government who the, believe in science, who right. believe in knowledge, who right. believe in education. Precisely. Is the, that I so mean, much to ask for? Nah. But I, but what you're what you're getting at before, the flip side of it is, you know, I sent you that piece from the Washington Post this morning. Yeah. That Trump tapped into something that is deep in American society. Yeah. Uh, and that, you know, it's revealing. I don't I don't look at this country, my fellow Americans, this society in a way that I did prior to his election. That that he really did tap into something deep about and that there is... I was talking to a friend this week and he's like, you know, I used to think people are just morons. Now I think they're just terrible. And yeah. that's the kind of thing. Like, people all these people came out... I mean, they're, they're think about what... Think about what this person stood for yeah Uh, corruption narcissism the destruction of american institutions for his own self-aggrandizing anti-science and and financial benefit don't forget about that financial i mean all of these things yet and yeah it was pretty close and it was close i mean in the end it's not as close as it i mean it's too close it's too close my so that's why Every friend, single day, you got to work. My my friend Eric, who is a a longtime listener of the podcast, sent me somebody else's podcast this week to listen to because the guy sort of, you know, it was short. It was like seven minutes long, and he yeah. was talking about how it finally occurred to him why the support for Trump was unshakable among some people, and it's he's like this is pretty elemental. But it's, you know, pretty basic, but it's true. And it's like, I don't know why it took me so long to realize this. What Trump has done is he gave permission to all these people to feel the way that they feel and to be the way that they are. And to articulate it in public. Right. And instead of saying, like, well, you know, the, the way that you feel about minorities is wrong and you shouldn't feel like that and it's not okay. Right. He's saying, I feel like that and I know you do too. Right. That's and you know exactly what? right. And when I get up and I say it, I'm giving you permission to say it so as well. I, You know what? 
my mom and I have talked about this over and over and over again, and I go back to this. It is seared in my brain. It was yeah. during the Republican primary in twenty, you know, the the twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen yeah. cycle, and Trump was appearing in South Carolina, and I was in the car. I was driving to the office. Uh, I was driving home from the office, and. They were interviewing people who'd been standing online for hours, uh-huh. hours, hours to see him. And they interviewed a woman who was a retiree in South Carolina um, with an unmistakable New York accent. Right. And they said, you know, you, you've been out here for hours. You know, what's the, what's the attraction? What's the appeal? And she said she doesn't want she, – she, she's tired of the political correctness. Right. And this is – That's what it was. It was he yeah. gave – he was giving her license to articulate and publicly be racist. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, you obviously everybody remembers these shirts, you know, Trump 2016, fuck your feelings. Right. 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 And they came out again in 2020. Right, right. But it's really, you know, it's interesting because it's fuck your feelings, not fuck my feelings. Because right, my feelings right. still matter. Yours don't. Right, right. I'm tired of having to kowtow to your feelings because right. you are a minority or a person of color or you're LGBTQ right. or you're whatever, but you're not me and I'm normal. And you're, you're not a not. real American. Right. I'm normal. You're not a real American. And my, the way I think is right and the way that you think and the way that you are is not right and shouldn't be. you shouldn't consider yourself right. So right. fuck your feelings if this That's hurts right. you, but I need to tell you this. It's like, right. you know what? You don't need to tell anybody anything. You need right. to it, keep it, your it, mouth it shut is, this, is what you need to do. It goes back to the 2008 cycle when Sarah Palin talked about real Americans. Yeah, and well, this is I the mean, logical extension of that, that fuck your feelings because you're not really, you don't really belong to this society. Yeah, you know, but, but she wasn't the first person to sort of no, 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 no. This whole, but, like, but my point is, is that between real Americans in the middle of the of country course. and you know of liberal course, but that, elites and the coast, coastal elites but, like you and me. But what was happening? What was happening in two thousand eight? They were running against the black man. Yeah, and then here you go. Eight years later, Trump comes along and he makes it okay to actually really articulate this kind of racism. One of the things, and so like this whole idea, you're not a real American, you're another, you, your feelings don't matter, only feelings are my feelings that matter. Yeah. The other thing that I thought was cool in the last couple of days, particularly today, but something else I noticed this morning when I was out for a run, um, I saw a Biden-Harris sign on someone's lawn this morning. I hadn't noticed it before. I must have passed it a hundred times. Yeah. It said, Patriots for Biden, American Patriots uh-huh. for Biden. And then downtown today, so many people, so many people who were celebrating the Biden-Harris victory were carrying American flags. Yeah. And so I've been feeling over the course of the last three and a half, four years that the right wing and the, and the real, I mean, the MAGA folks yeah. and the, the, the QAnon, they had appropriated the flag. That's right. That's absolutely right. And, and made it, it theirs. And, and not... And turned it into something awful, actually. Right. My buddy, know, my buddy Gretchen's husband pointed this out to me over this past summer when we were holding the candlelight vigils in our neighborhood. And we got, you know, all these people to come out, like, shocking to us. Because 
they, Lauren and I and, and Mike and Gretchen or, helped organize these things along with another couple, um, our friends Darren and Layton. And one guy showed up and walked in this vigil because we, we paraded through the neighborhood to the elementary school with this giant American flag. Uh-huh. And, after, and after the first vigil, Mike, my buddy Gretchen's husband, comes up to me and says, man, I am so glad that dude brought that American flag because yeah. I really feel like it's been taken away exactly. from us. Exactly, exactly. Right? Well, today, okay. today we went to Columbus Circle to celebrate. Uh-huh. And there were people of all colors, hues. Right. Gender, yep. you know, whatever, sexual orientation. Right. There was an American flag, and on more than one occasion, the chant of USA, USA, USA <laughs> so came awesome. out. And as I'm watching these young people chanting USA, I feel like these are patriots. They yeah. want this. They want to be included in America, and yes. they want their part of the American dream. They don't want to take it from anybody, but they no. want it to be shared with them. Right. And, they and, and, want. They want to be considered real Americans too. And if we grow the pie, everybody gets that, right? But, everybody I mean, gets their, you know, a look, share. It's look, not man, always going to be equal, but look, man, America, America is. N- it's a zero-sum society, unfortunately. And there are too many people who think that if you're going to get something, that means I have to lose something in order right. for you to get it. That's, that's been an unfortunate, an unfortunate thing over the course of you know, the last, I don't know how many years of, of public policy. Um, but also you know, elites, you know, particularly financial elites, who said I'm I, I'm getting mine and fuck the rest yeah. of society? And they you know, still think that this is why we have this is this is why we have you know these kind of integrated problems that the pandemic had laid bare because this public policy has been to drown the government in the bathroom and for financial elites to be like fuck you. There's no sense of the common wheel. We've talked about no, this before. Exactly, exactly. Where there once was, where there once was. I so don't we, know. I mean. I don't know We're that celebrating. that is going to change so quickly, though. And you know... Well, that's why we got to fight every single day. Every still. day. And you, and you know that they're going to raise taxes on people who... They've, they've said that they're going to raise taxes right. on people who are making more than $400,000 a year, right. which is not the vast majority of Americans, but somehow... The people right. at the top are going to try to convince the people at the bottom that right. their taxes are being is raised. Right. When they're it's not. actually going to go back to the tax rates that were under during the Obama years. Like, so, it seems to me a lot of people did really well during well, the Obama years. I mean, you know, it wouldn't hurt to even pull it back further. But Well, I'm just saying that's how actually modest it is. Again... You know, what's Obamacare? The most modest health care reform you, right. can, you can imagine. It was, and even that has been, they've been fighting a tooth and nail for a decade. It bears remembering that Obamacare was based on what yeah. Republican Governor Mitt Romney had done in Massachusetts. Yeah. Who had Omnicare. based his, had based his health care plan on a paper that the right wing Heritage Foundation had put together. Yeah. Because there was, a, there were market solutions. 
Yeah, but as soon as you put a black Democrat right. in charge right. of that, when Precisely. he's the face, when he's the face man for it, right. it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. Right. Because there's still too much fucking hatred in this country. Exactly. Exactly. And that's not going away today nope. or tomorrow. We can be happy today, and we should be happy today, and we should be happy on January 20th. We are shaking our <laughs> booty yeah. tonight. We're having Indian food in honor of Vice President-elect you know, Kamala Harris, and we're going to celebrate. And then you got to get back to work. There's going to be a runoff in Georgia, and there, two, and, runs, and two runoffs. Two runoffs in Georgia, and the and the midterms. Aren't yeah. far that's away. A, that's and a scary thought. That's also part of the problem. Pissed. That's also part of the problem that we're in a perpetual election cycle. Right. 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 We're in a perpetual campaign season, and you can't govern like that. Right. That I told was, you, it's yeah. it's it's terrible, especially for freshman members of Congress, because when they get into Congress, they're told, "Look, you you, you just you're not you're not doing anything. Your whole first term." Two years, all you do is dial for dollars and build out your network for subsequent runs in office. It's crazy. Because once you once once you've been reelected, the chances are you're going to be reelected again. But the um, the now senior senator from Arizona, Kirsten Cinema, I met her years ago. Yeah. Uh, when she was uh, uh, in the Arizona State House, she's in the House of the Senate. I think it was the Senate. Anyway. Um, I shepherded a group of local and state politicians on a trip to the Middle East. One of those trips, by the way, the uh, Kamala Harris was on it. Anyway, um, so now Senator Cinema was on it. And I remember after she was elected to Congress, she, we were in touch. And she said, hey, why don't you come up to the Hill and we'll hang out and we'll talk about Middle East stuff, whatever. And I did. And I remember it was a really nice day. We sat outside on a park bench. And she's like, okay, I have... 30 minutes, and then I have to go make fundraising calls. I was like, oh, wait, you just got elected. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. You don't understand. All we do Crazy. is dial for dollars. And then I, I got to know, remember um, John Delaney, who ran for president this cycle? He was my congressman. Right. So he was on another thing that I was on. This time it was in Istanbul. I got to know him a little bit. And so I would see him at events in Montgomery County. And he also, he, he did not want to be a member of the House, one, because you can't get anything done. And two, it was endless fundraising, although he's self-funding because he has so much, he has so much cash. But it was like, it's this ridiculous, crazy cycle of the permanent campaign. And she, yeah. I remember her telling me, all, they, they don't want them doing anything other than getting reelected, getting reelected and, 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 and getting, you know, compiling a war chest. That's crazy. Craziness, huh? That is not that is not the society we should be living in. That's There's not the a, polity we should have. Right. But it is what it is, as somebody famously said once upon a time. <laughs> so so what are we gonna do? Yeah. You and I with the Amen <laughs> Corner. I had my blood ran cold. We're, we're, we're all happy in the car coming home. And I was like I looked at Lauren, I was like and she, I said, Oh, you know, Brad and I are getting to the show and she's like, Oh great, whatever and then I looked at her and I was like, Oh my god. What are, what are we going to talk about, about next week? What are you going to have when you don't have Donald Trump to kick I mean, around anymore? Geez. You know what? We're going to have to go back She said back you, guys, you guys talked about stuff before he was elected? Well, we did. But if you remember, we started the podcast in like September of 2015. Or 16. 16, yeah. 16, yeah. So we had like 
We had like we had like two months minutes. of like just we stupid hilarity before the election. Right. So we have to Hogba go back training. to basics. We have to go back to basics and talk about what we had always wanted to talk about, which is family and you know we did have we have talked about Van Halen a lot in the last couple yeah. of weeks unfortunately for the, all the wrong reasons but we're still talking about Van yeah. Halen but we no like never, the, the how never, the fuck did I get here moments we yeah we almost never talk about the Yankees anymore I mean when was the last nope. time we really talked about the Yankees when was the last time forget about the podcast when was the last time yeah. that you and I texted one another during a Yankees game <laughs> I mean I mean like the, the last baseball four season years have been Fucking right. hard, man. And this baseball season, it was like a mild distraction. But then I was yeah. like, oh, my God, we're in the middle of this fucking global pandemic. I can't concentrate on this stuff. You know, and when the Yankees lost, I'm like, yeah, I'm bummed yeah. out. But I'm not that bummed out. I got right. a shitload more things to be bummed to out worry about, about than this. Dude, I'm going to go back and listen to those first episodes from season one. Yeah. Well, you know, we were supposed to talk about parenting, fatherhood. Right. Van Halen, Yankees, the Middle East, politics. Right. But it wasn't supposed to Judaism. be like... <laughs> Those Hogba training episodes exactly. were hilarious. I mean, come on. Well, now you're like a Hogba pro. We don't need to talk <laughs> about, tra- about training anymore. Every zoo mitzvah we go to, I'm like, oh, who's going to do Hogba? They can do it as, as well as I can do Hogba. Probably not. I uh, would guess. Probably not, because I'm not a master. So, so before we close the yeah. episode, I have to, um, I have to issue a correction. One of my uh, old friends, a college friend named Matt Smith, who uh-huh. I've talked about him before. He lives in Italy, but he listens to yeah. the podcast regularly. I don't think religiously. Nice. I don't think religiously necessarily, but regularly. I he like listens- that we have an international listenership. Yeah. yeah. I so mean, it's listen- bummed me out when my buddy James, who's a listener, you know James, when he moved from Beijing. Yeah. Because now we don't have any listeners in Beijing. Yeah, that's a problem. We need to find more. <laughs> so so Matt was listening to last week's episode, and he sent me a voice message on WhatsApp yeah. to tell me that I made a mistake. And he's right. We were talking about Milky Ways and Three Musketeers bars. Uh, right. And I said that the Three Musketeers was just a Milky Way with an extra layer of caramel. And I got it backwards. It's oh. the Milky Way has the caramel, and the Three Musketeers does not. Oh, and okay, Matt, since I don't Matt, like either, it didn't trip me up, so well, I'm glad you're correcting the record. Yeah, just to set the record straight, thank you to Matt. And he thank also you, was Matt. correct. We really he appreciate also, that. He also was correct in his assessment that um, a Snickers bar is really just a Milky Way with peanuts in it. Do not fuck with the Snickers bar, man. No, nobody's fucking with anything. I don't He's think it's pointing. a Milky Way. Yes, it is. Is it? It's got, it's got the same ingredients, only there's an, they, they add peanuts in there. That's the, the peanuts? Peanut. You know, yeah, I, I eat I eat the giant Snickers when I'm skiing because it gives you energy because they got yeah. the peanuts in it. When you're not going anywhere. Going to be here for a while or whatever it's called. And then Matt asked a question that I just need to clarify yeah. for him and probably this is not okay. going to be that interesting to anybody else. But he said that, you know, he in listening to the last couple of episodes, he realized that I don't like peanuts in my candy, but I do love Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. And that's true. Uh-huh. There's a humongous difference, though, between right. peanuts and peanut butter. I, I get and, it. And I'm just saying, so for me. I Matt, wonder if there's a lot of people like that. I mean, I, mean, I, I like, like peanuts. I said, I'm a Snickers. I, I like I, Snickers. Yeah. I like Snickers and I like peanut butter cups. And I'll take, like, you know, we have peanuts in the house. I'll take a handful of them. Listen, I have nothing against peanuts. 
Right. But I prefer okay. I, I prefer my candy not to have peanuts, but I do love peanut butter and chocolate together. Right. In a Reese's I, peanut butter cup. One so, other Halloween update. Yes. Going through uh, the candy that Mia in particular accumulated. Yeah. She did get a mounds. Really? <laughs> I was fucking I, shocked. I, I was I like, got, who gives that out? I got some feedback that there are people out there who love both mounds and oh, enjoy, and then I should get, and then I should get bit. Oh. Yeah, so that's know, all kinds of wrong. But yeah. we still agree. My mom giving out pretzels is so lame. Yeah, it's not good. It's not and good. we also agree that my mom not letting me trick or treat <laughs> oh at all God. is fucking horrible. But I mean, let's not cut. Let's not split hair. Let's, anyway, let's just. Enjoy the moment, everybody. Right. Everybody go needs out, to have do your a good thing, time. have a drink, yeah. have celebratory, not stressful ice cream. Enjoy. It's We're having how, Indian how, food. However, you want to celebrate this, I am going to go to Patterson and dance on the rooftops. Nice. <laughs> you going to get some good Middle Eastern? I mean, I was told that that's where you go it when is. you celebrate the destruction of America. So. <laughs> oh, that was, that's what you're referring to. All yeah. oh, right. So that's yes. what I'm going to do. And while I'm there, I may as well get some good hummus. Good, good hummus. Excellent. Excellent. All right, All right. everybody. Everybody, We enjoy. will be back. Enjoy the love. love. Bathe in the victory of the Biden-Harris campaign. But the work is not over. Not over. All right, man. We're out. We're out. <laughs>